still needs to be closer to you. Mm. I also need more light in here. Ooh, here we go. All right, so share. Um, he does a podcast too, but it isn't live. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we used to not do these live. Right. I don't know if he edits it or not. Welcome to Sound Check. Making sure everything's all right. Let me know when you have yours pulled up. Oh, uh, uh, let's see here. Mine is pulled up. Uh, let's see here. Mine is pulled up. Sounds good for me. Yeah, sounds good for me too. Sounds good for me. Yeah, sounds Yeah. All right. Rock and roll. All right. Um, hold for sound. Um, let's see. Are, are you comfortable with that? Because if you're comfortable with that, I'm going to up, up your gain a little bit. Um, I'm fine with how it sounds. I think if I'm here, I'm going to be louder than you. So, um, who's louder, me or Nick? Me, 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 Brian, 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 Nick, Nick, Nick. Who's louder? Hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Brian, Brian is louder. Maybe I'll pop myself down a little bit. How's that? Who's ever on the left? Equal? Brian, Mr. Regular is louder. Yeah, Nick is like three hands yeah. away. I'm like a hand and a half away. All right. Corey Williams says you're stuck in Chicago traffic just saying hi. Well, All right, I guess we'll hold for sound. Cool. All right. Oh, hi. Welcome to RCR podcast number 60, April, May, Hoon. Uh, not because there's actually any hooning involved, but just because I was trying to think of a decent enough May pun that didn't involve Justin Timberlake. Nice. Uh, so we are here to uh, talk about many things uh, that I can't think of off the top of my head. Okay. Because, just, yeah. You, you, well, you can go ahead with um, your uh things that are because i don't know how much make you sure wanna... the laptop won't heat up otherwise <laughs> r.i.p stream yeah well the the laptop's now on uh little pieces of wood yeah. little <laughs> dowels so it's elevated yeah. off the table so mm, so oh, whoops there we go so, so. we'll see how long that works yeah and also this bottle is too long to fit under the table so, or I went to open mic last night and uh, met two fans. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they uh, recognized my voice. Um, yeah. Speaking voice, not singing voice, because they showed up after I already went. Yeah. Uh, one of them, their uh, it was their birthday, and they their 26th birthday, so they were having a drink. Yeah. Um, I was on my way out, but it was nice to run into them, because, um, well, I mean, it never happens locally. Mm. Like, that's a strange thing. It's always yeah, strange to me when it happens locally, but it's funny, I, I guess. Yeah, the only time I was recon recognized locally was, uh, well, once at the gym by one of the guys who goes there late. And uh, and another time at the Giant, 
but that's I, I kind of was ready for it because I was driving the Falcon. Ah, and then yeah. And I think it was the same people who were driving like a Ford Galaxy that <laughs> you briefly see in the uh in the background of the Turbo LS Winnebago video. Mm. Oh uh, the, the Jacob Shapiro says well say did you get to pick one auto only new car and give it a stick shift what car would you uh we'll get to the super chats uh in a little bit let me get my la uh, tablet over there because we'll uh, probably talk for a little bit before we get into them thank you though yeah um uh, gary snyder says hey guys i want to let you know that i was given the position of music director for my college radio station hearing y'all talk about it got me interested so i pushed myself freshman year to start well, happy we could help you along the way. And it, I hope it's a position that uh, is very rewarding for you as it was for us, even though we weren't like music directors, we just had our Congratulations. own, you know, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, we also have, uh, I mean, without getting into spoiler territory, but we do have a lot more uh, interesting, normal cars because I know people have been kind of like, where are all the quirky, weird, like yeah. shit boxes? It's like, they're coming back. It's just, there needs to be right. variety for variety's sake. And it's weird in that, like my solo reviews, I have a lot of like weird shit boxes because that's what my family has. Yeah. And so the next one that I'm going to do is my brother's girlfriend's car, which is one of the most notorious like pieces of garbage that, that, that sorry, I got distracted by myself, yeah. uh, that has come out of like the 2000s so that'll be fun to do and also like we have to do my uncle's car because yeah we both have to do that because that's a car i need to talk that, about the, unless someone else has like the special edition or dale earnhardt version that's probably too many spoilers but still um, yeah but i mean it's also because i know that the initial concern was that like my uncle would see us kind of trashing it and i posted the tracker review this week which was my aunt's car and that's her husband, you know, oh, and, okay. and so like, yeah, when she heard that I was coming to do a, or when he heard that I was coming to review a car, he assumed it was his <laughs> that I was coming to do because it's like, why would you do a tracker? Yeah. But the the tracker review, like I posted that my aunt didn't watch that. Like she Good. couldn't possibly care less. Nice. And I wasn't like harsh on the car or anything. It's just that she wanted to help out. She doesn't really care like mm -hmm. what it is I do or say because cars don't mean anything to her. Right. Like she's had a Chevy tracker for like 10 years. Like what am <laughs> I, how much could they, and it's like her second Chevy tracker. The first one was, <laughs> was banana yellow. Like this is stuff that I cut out of the review because yeah. the original cut was like 17 minutes. And I'm like, this is out of control. How old gotta, is your aunt? Uh, she's younger than my mom. So I want to say like 62. Okay. Those cars ride kind of hard. What does an older person want with one of those things? Well, it's weird in that. See, I thought there was relatively low body roll, but mm. she said like when it gets really windy, it pushes it around uh -huh. a lot. And it's also that thing of, well, you know, she's not really, you know, taking it anywhere where the terrain is particularly challenging, which makes me wonder like what the point of even having it is, right. but it's because it's, got good gas mileage uh she got it on the cheap uh -huh. and you know it hasn't given her trouble as far like she had in the glove box like a receipt from the last time it was serviced and it was like ages ago it had been uh -huh. years i forget how many years but it had been a very long time since it actually needed any work done on it so uh -huh. it's just interesting in the sense that i wasn't really 
expecting anything of the car. And I guess to wit, the car kind of lived up to my lack of expectations of mm -hmm. it. But I think there's something to be said for having forgettable cars that don't really ask anything more of what your it's like yeah. you're not really asking for this huge great killer experience mm -hmm. it's just something that you know i grew up around trackers like my mom had a tracker too oh, that's really? other stuff that i like kept out of the thing just to keep it under and you know it's just that's why like that brief flash James i forgot Corey, i think had a tracker in high school my high school yeah a guy in my class i think that was his first car mm. i think he found a way to do a four-wheel drive burnout through the like the grass parking lot by the football field. <laughs> so yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, I do remember trackers being kind of everywhere. But he had but it the thing it is, is that like yeah, it's you you have a tracker, but you either had it when it was a geo, or you had like the Suzuki Vitara, mm -hmm. and it's that car that's kind of like omnipresent, but it's also easy to kind of lose it in the crowd. It yeah. just blends in. It's the it simultaneously looks like it's. It, it belongs but also like it doesn't yeah and so from an aesthetic standpoint it's not particularly striking but it's not necessarily uh, necessarily an eyesore either yeah which, you don't know how yeah. old the car is and they always per permanently look like they're almost ready to be totaled yeah like like, like they're one repair bill they're one eight hundred dollar repair bill away from having to do the math of well <laughs> The car is worth $1,300 and the repair bill is $800. Yeah. Can uh, I get another car like this for $1,300? No. No. But that's an $800 repair bill. And it's always like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and because you know that's not going to be where it ends either. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to continue along the same route. And what gets me about it is it's, and this is a line that I wish I would have used, uh, but I only just thought of it, which is that it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like women when you get older mm. that suddenly it can either be a woman who's you know in her late 20s or it could be someone who's just totally jailbait and yeah. you have no way no of way, no, yeah. of the, unless you see like several forms of government id that's why it's <laughs> like i i if i know they're in a bar like i feel like i'm safe because why else well why, how else would you be in here right but even then i'm not sure and so eh. this is like the time I got my dick grabbed at the bowling alley mm. by that old lady with the press on nails. <laughs> I've told oh. that story before, though. But did, did, were they the type of press on nails where it hurt? No, I just knew she had press on nails. She did sort of like this palm grab for my crotch when I went to get a picture of yingling from the uh, bowling alley bar. About time we get some young blood in here. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Oh, uh, and on why? that note, the Jacob Shapiro asks, say, uh, you get to pick one auto-only new car and give it a stick shift. Okay, we're doing a manual swap. What car would you pick? Also, probably going to buy an NA Miata soon because of you guys. Oh, thank you. So we have to find a car that was only offered in an automatic and give it a manual. I mean, it's been done before, but it would be a Panther body. And someone, in fact, emailed me with a uh, Mercury Grand Marquis with a Tremec in it. So that's that's and I've seen like autocross videos of Panther bodies and Crown Vicks and stuff with five speeds in them. 
I mm. think that's beautiful. Uh, a gigantic big American boat with a with a uh, with a manual transmission and it kicked the thing sideways. Yeah. Wreck says, uh, "Thank you for your donation." Hello, what it do, guys? Wish I could have been for my. Wish it could have been my GTR. Love the review, but would you ever want to experience it at a track one day? Oh, at a track one day. I haven't done anything to it, so it's pretty much identical to the one you reviewed. I would like to be on racetracks more. I would like to be able to drive nice and slow and get over my fear of going fast and uh, being able to calm my imagination that says you're going to crash at every corner. Um, do you have an in with any sort of racetracks? I've been trying to get into Pocono Raceway, but uh, no dice. Maybe New Jersey Motorsports Park. And yes, I will be at Radwood, New Jersey, coming up in June, hopefully getting my dad's 1990 Cressida for that. Mm. When when in June is that? Uh, it's written on my calendar. Oh, all right. No, I have a lot of things in June. Okay. I have World War II weekend. I have my uh, mm. English. Uh, I haven't been that to that in forever. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's gr- I mean, there's hardly anything to do, but it's still amazing. Right. Uh, but the And then the week after that, my English teacher who got me into writing in high school is getting married. And so she asked me to sing at the wedding and I'm like, I'm not really like that type of, you know, it's just strange that she would ask me, but it like means a lot to her. And so I was like happy to do it, but I brought in my one friend, uh, Matt, who's like a real, musician and has like a musical menu that he hands out to people when he shows up for a show because he takes requests so it's like anything that i could sing he could accompany me on and if i need a break he can just take over and then if he needs a break i can take over and then we just split the money that's the way to do it yeah because i just it's something that i don't want to do alone and it would make me feel more comfortable if i weren't doing it alone because i have no idea what gigging is like (laughs) or how much i'm supposed to charge because i don't really consider myself a musician like in the nominal sense yes because i've written songs and done all this other like crazy nonsense but the rest of it is just you know it's it's ancillary to everything else that i do mm. so yeah uh speaking of muse uh muse music i am well i am selling my yamaha dtx um express four which huh. is the electronic drum set that i use for rcr like twice yeah uh, how will we ever do that super band with tim strickler and freddie uh, uh oh fred, fred from Knutson uh, from down the rabbit hole oh yeah. it's still gonna happen but what i'm gonna do is when i sell that i'm gonna buy a marching bass drum Ooh. so <laughs> we'll still be out you'll still have a you'll still have a drum section it's just gonna be drum section <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. since I played bass drum and marching band, I can definitely still, it'll still be a bass beat. Yeah. And honestly, because all, everybody like uh, Fred plays a hurdy gurdy, you play an acoustic guitar. We can get Tim Strickler who can bring like a upright bass or a banjo. He plays a lot of different we, string instruments. Yeah. Everything else is acoustic except for an electronic drum set, which you'd have to then assemble and then you'd have to find a battery power and then you have to get an amp so you can honestly <laughs> hear this thing. So I'll just get a drum, which yeah. will complete my dream of all of us playing uh, Sons and Daughters by the Decemberists, possibly at too many games. Nice. Because Fred's going to be here for that. Cool. That's the end of June, right? 
uh i've written on the all right yeah i got nothing going on into june so that that should be fine uh but yeah i think it's later it may be july oh all right yeah um still same and Uh, also i was watching uh foster's uh youtube channel uh for those of you listening uh his channel is adler animates which is an animation channel and uh i had it in the background while i was doing something on the computer and he also can hold a tune so you could have just someone else yeah you can also sing like layered vocals yeah of just you know harmonies because i love harmonies harmonizing yeah. <laughs> like it's fun for me and it le- puts less of a pressure during like the singing to make you feel like you're the only voice out there right it's just like a strange feeling and I've, honestly if we get him and uh justin lowe's who can also sing? I forget what Justin Lowe's plays. Something. Mm. I'd have to like buy like a tambourine or <laughs> something for like one of the people who are singing who don't have an instrument to just do. Yeah. Yeah. Makes so. me, it makes me think of like this could be the big crossover event. Yeah. Because like, there was <laughs> the there's YouTuber this crossover event. There's this channel that I go to called or that I watch called Nando V Movies. And for um the premiere of the new Avengers, he planned this thing where he got all his fellow like the best film essayists that he knows on YouTube. They would each pick one scene from the Marvel cinematic universe and explain why it's important to the universe in their own style. And then they would all release their videos on the same day with the hashtag, you know, like one marvelous scene Mm -hmm. so that they're essentially creating not necessarily like a cinematic universe, but they're creating this interconnected work that allows them to uh, sort of have all of their, fan bases sort of learn about each other at the same time there was a comment in there about like hey doing the speed wars documentary and i kind of wonder if like something like that would work where like each person uh, every automotive like youtuber we know that we can convince to do this would tackle like yeah. a piece of it and then it just releases at the same day and then oh to get the rest of it uh, you got to go here for this yeah this you got to go here a lot for of this. plates to spin but i could pull that off yeah it's crazy because like the speed wars thing is something that would have to be like written in the background of everything else that we're doing of just like, okay, this week we write like a page. Cause all I would want to do was cover the Honda CB CBR Honda CBR 1000 double X super blackbird. And the only one I know of that we could get our hands on is in LA. Mm. So, but still that's, that's something, but how many other automotive YouTubers ride motorcycles? Mm. Tavares doesn't. Or maybe he did, but doesn't anymore. I mean, the Speed Wars thing is the most requested RCR story I get. And I'm like, well, that's not my story. Like, right. it's not something that I would and be other able to YouTube, speak. There was another YouTuber out there who covered it really well. Yeah. So I don't think I'd ever I'd ever do it. it it's, it's more likely that I would... That I would... Uh, in lieu of making a, a novel, because I don't know what to write about it, but write about except here's a bunch of dumb stuff i did <laughs> it would be a bunch of dumb stuff i did but have it be a comic book ah uh, because i know a few artists yeah now it'd be a lot of money more so than writing a book yeah doug demuro wrote two books but i read them and much love to doug but i can kind of see what he did they're they're, they're kind of like rehashes or expanded things on on cars yeah because if we wanted to we could literally just 
you know, print our notes right. and sell it as a book. But like, who's going to really, you know what I mean? Like when you could watch the video. Right. Uh, because I think like some of our humor doesn't really translate in written form. Not really. So, like timing and stuff. Yeah. It's not that I'm comparing myself to Samuel Beckett, but reading waiting for Godot sucks. Well, yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. But then like, I've never seen it staged and I can't imagine a version of it being staged that doesn't also suck in a certain way. Mm. Like I, I, like I get why it's an important work and all that other stuff, but it's one of those works that is just never going to, and I took a whole freaking course on Beckett in grad school mm. and just the entire time I'm just sitting there like bored to tears just really? because I know I'm supposed to get it, but like, I don't get it. That's where we differ. I get it. Yeah. I love Beckett. Mm. And I thought a lot about it. I think I like had one of the classes at the same time I was doing landscaping one summer, mm. knowing how like my, my head canon of waiting for Godot is that these guys are caught in like, the interspace or a time loop or hmm. um, um, they're in some neither realm. Now, granted, I was smoking a lot of salvia that summer and <laughs> <laughs> and doing hmm. landscaping and taking graduate classes. Yeah. So I get it. Like yeah. time just keeps going around there. The, um, one day we will live. One day we will die. One day. Uh, one day I went blind. One day he went dumb. The same day, the same second. We are born. We are born astride. We are all born astride of a grave. Mm. Wow, that is a line. Yeah. Time is um, a flat circle and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Steinmetz says, "What is the automotive equivalent of the Millennium Falcon?" Because it's a freighter, but it's also fast. Okay, uh, something agricultural or something uh, commercial that's also really quick. I guess you would have to get like a Ford Transit mm. and put like a um, like the motor from a an RS in there. The equivalent of a of a Millennium Falcon. Something that looks like, I mean, well, you could pick any of the, uh, mm. the, um, the sloppy, sloppy builds, a car that, uh, something that looks like a piece of junk, but it's the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. <laughs> um, there was a really good, um, this was an older smoking tire episode where a guy had a, uh rambler american wagon with like an ls7 in it or something you know looks like trash built with a junkyard parts and one of the best driving cars he ever drove something like that i mean i know it's not imaginative to say some big american boat with an ls in it ls engine in it but a big american boat with an ls engine in it more or less bob on a long on a long enough timeline, LS Tesla. Nope, the LS Tesla would take. You would have to find a place to put that engine, and there's no engine bay. So in the front, no, that's just a trunk. We well, just put it in there. I'm sure someone could figure it out, but you'd have to rip everything electronic out of that car and be left with a frame, and then just start welding in engine mounts. And then you just have some summit racing gauges on the inside of a Tesla, and then it would have an LS in it. 
um, you'd have to get rid of the rear axle. You'd have to, you'd have to strip that thing down to its body and then, and then start again as if it's a classic car. So yes, it could do that, but I, you'd have to have someone with a uh, fuck me money to work. <laughs> yeah. Someone says, just well, thank the, you for your donation. Yeah. Someone just says, put the Tesla body on a Camaro. All right. And then you get like an LS. Okay. To, to... Um, but it's a gigantic unibody. Mm. Get what they're saying. No. And so is a Camaro. Everything's a unibody now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Can't spell Tesla without LS. Yeah. Well, in the other direction, but yeah. Angry Clown 1990 says, I recently bought a 1972 Catalytic Eldorado convertible for $600. Where and how? That's a hell of a price. It's a lot of car. It's rough, but it runs great. It actually runs. You got it for 600 bucks. Did you buy it from a meth head? I mean, <laughs> how did you find that? Can't wait and start restoring it. Well, congratulations to Angry Clown for finding such a magnificent beast for under a thousand you can't do that i'm i'm guessing you maybe live in arizona or something like that yeah um question for nick oh wow cool how desperate is roman wanting a suzuki jimny he saw in new york think suzuki could try the similar scheme that mahindra brings in their jeep the Roxor. um well, it won World Urban Car of the Year, the Jimny, and it was something that I didn't necessarily think was uh, something that we were going to get. Like, I still don't think we're going to get it. And so the idea that it would be... Uh, oh, wait, how'd the rest of the question go? I've already forgotten in my rambling. Oh, uh, let me find it again. Yeah. But I mean, it was one of my most wanted cars there just because it felt like something that was, you know, it looks like fun and it looks uh, practical, especially in a place where, you know, I'm not necessarily park. I don't want a street park, but I have to. Um, uh. So it's, uh, yeah, things. Um, think suzuki could try the similar scheme yeah it could or they could but it's just i don't know it's hard to really tell what the whole uh approach is you know because the it's like here this person says the mahindra roxer is a jeep cj7 copycat which mm. i mean to that extent how many more cars like this do we necessarily need in this area but i still want it you yeah. know, it's like if there's if you build it, they will come. And I'm convinced that they will come if they build this and give it to us. It's it's like a Jeep Renegade without the tactical. Yeah, more or less. Derek Schultz, or excuse me, I skipped over Burgundy Burnouts. Hello, doesn't have a question, but thank you for your donation. Derek Schultz says, I had a Cobalt LS, sucked ass, gave it to my sister. I got a 96 BMW 320i. Zippy, but... Hold on. 328i. Zippy, but something breaks every other day. Well, it's a classic BMW. Recommendations on next car. $2,000 range, sporty feeling. You're going to get neither of those things. Toyota Corolla manual. <laughs> That 
is what's going to be reliable for $2,000. Is it going to be sporty? No. Is it going to work? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> thank you for your donation, Derek. Thank you. Daniel Spin, uh, thank you for $2 Canadian. What is required to be a fixer? Maybe can do 4MTL. I don't know what 4MTL is. A fixer is just a general term uh, for someone who lives in country that helps journalists when you come in for navigating the landscape. Mm. Um, I'm judging you're probably uh, Canadian. Uh, we already have our Canadian fixer in uh, Ivan, who is actually coming on Tuesday. Hmm. He sent me an email and said he's doing a job in the city, has a day or two off on his way back, and just wanted to talk about RCR Toronto. Oh, cool. And RCR Toronto is over your civic holiday in August. Yes. Um, so we still have to find cars. Uh, I have to find a horrible dog shit car in the Toronto area because he's going to bring like his red and like his really good cameras, but he wants to film a horrible beat up car. Yeah. So it's going to be like he wants to film like a Top Gear style video. Well, Top Gear visually. Yeah. But with a car that's just rusted the crap, it's terrible. It's like headliner sagging. I mean, I'd like to find something like a Pontiac 6000. <laughs> so I'm going to might have to make a video like directly asking people, hey, people in the Toronto area, I have to find a terrible car to film. It can't look good. It must be a heap. It must look like it's from Florida. What's what's the Canadian equivalent of Florida? Give me your tired, your weak, your, your <laughs> Tommy Bahamas. Yeah. Florida is a state of perpetual pleasure or chronic. Florida is a state of chronic pleasure. Yes. God, everybody was so fat at the airport. <laughs> I was at, not, I was at, there, there's two airports in Orlando. There's Orlando and then there's Orlando Sanford, ah. which is kind of like Harrisburg if it wasn't quaint. Ah. Um, Harrisburg without the charm. Yeah. Or at least with a different kind of charm. Uh, like Harris, uh, M or if you want to be cool, MDT, uh, which used to be called like Mid Middleton Airport or something. Mm. But it's Harrisburg International Airport International because they fly a flight to Toronto like every month. So mm, international. So you go into Harrisburg International Airport and it's just like a vaporwave airport. It's like it's like it's at the beginning of the collapse of the mall. It mm. looks like a mall that's been, <laughs> it looks like a mall from like 2002 that's just been renovated and the owner has hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the airport's super clean. Yeah. Because no one's in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's like American, United, Delta sometimes, and then Frontier and Allegiant fly out of there. The only carrier that flies in and out of Orlando Sanford is Allegiant. Yeah. Um, also, I sat next to like a guy who formerly owned a dealer on my way back from Orlando. I sat next to a guy who owned a Honda dealership on Lancaster Pike or excuse me, Mannheim Pike. And he said we could come down there and check out some of his cars in his collection. Like he he sold the he sold the uh, dealership to his son. And uh, we talked the whole way because it was neat to find like a, uh, a man who's my like my dad's age but is super into JDM cars. Huh? So yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That is something. He bought me a beer. 
like I was about to pay $7 for a Stella. Oh, uh, but then he said, I'll get it because like, um, we got like, we, we, I sat right up front. Like there was no bulkhead in front of me. I'm just facing the pilot door, hmm. um, um, on this Allegiant flight. And, uh, so I started talking to him and then the crew member comes by and says, you want anything to drink? And I was planning on not paying any sort of money for nah, no. snacks on the plane. It's an Allegiant flight. The flight was $83 <laughs> one way. Like I paid one way and like Tavarish paid the other way on the way back. So it was like two, one trip. Anyway. Um, so this guy orders a beer and like kind of like reflectively of like, you know what? I'll have one. And then he says, I got it. And I'm like, all right, no, I no, I know I got cash. Well, you you do you. the haggle. You do you you do the reverse haggle. Yeah. And then whatever. The Turns dance. out like their machine broke, so we got the beers for free. Nice. So um very nice. So yeah. Uh he has he has a bunch of like like Honda N six hundreds or something like that. This is stuff from like the sixties. So super tiny. Anyway. So uh, Daniel Spin says, what is required to fix or maybe I can do for MTL? I still don't know what MTL is. Maybe people in the chat are saying what that is. Montreal? Anyway. Montreal? Maybe. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. <laughs> RCR. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Spin. Yeah. Josh Pohl. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Just wanted to donate a few dollars. Thank you for doing so. Girlfriend and I really like the show. Uh, she especially liked the focus meet vid. I drive an ST, so she quotes that video all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unique because I bought the cold air intake. Have a drink on me. I'm doing that, and I will have another. Yes. I am drinking Sunshine Pills by Trogues. One of the yeah. only Pilsners I like. Hello, Workforce 520. Good to see you again. Great meeting you in L.A. It wasn't the tires that were being lowered on my icon. It was the right wheel bearing going bad. Ah, gotcha. Also replaced both control arms, almost $1,000. Eh, bad times, man. But thanks for driving me all the way up to Malibu Kitchen. That was fun. It's mm. good place. Uh, yeah. Did I tell you that like this homeless guy yelled at us? Or he yelled in general? No. We were walking along the beach in Malibu. Just like two dudes walking along the beach boardwalk, like the cement boardwalk. And I see this homeless guy and I'm like, we should either walk on the sand to avoid him or just walk really fast and we go by him. And there were some other people riding bicycles. Mm. So as we walked, um, as we walked by this homeless guy, I guess another like a bicyclist came the other way. And the homeless guy said, <laughs> said i've got more miles on me than all of y'all lance armstrong can suck my fucking dick like really loud <laughs> it's like why though it's just i mean to, well that's the thing of like you can't think in those terms of like to what end is this being said yeah like what is being accomplished here so <laughs> Sean, Sean Brewer, no question, but thank you for the dollar. 
Uh, Lisa E. Hello, Lisa E. Endgame spoiler, Aquaman drowns. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your donation. Thank you, thank you, yeah. Fiera fan 86. Is this uh Nush? Not sure. Looking forward to the Endgame review on Limited Time Roman. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, it's funny. When we saw Endgame, we went on opening night. Uh don't worry, there's not gonna be I any, didn't see it yet. There's not gonna be any spoiler things I'm here. I think not I'm not gonna see it until I get on an airplane unless I like make a point to go watch it. Well, did you see Infinity War? No, like the but I know what happened because I YouTube clipped my way through it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but uh, okay. So Infinity War really messed my nephew up, like leaving the theater. He was kind of in this. It, the closest facsimile that I can think of it is when we went to see uh, the Ronda Rousey Holly Holm fight at yeah. that bar, and she got like knocked the fuck out, oh, and we shit. drove home in silence. Yeah, <laughs> and we just didn't say anything. It was just like, what are we going to talk about? about? And so, like, it was the same way once we got out of Infinity War, and it was also kind of the same way, like getting out of Endgame, and for you know reasons. Um, but not necessarily good or bad reasons. It's just like, what are we going to say? And I realize we almost kind of can't review it because it's hard to really be objective about it because, you know, we watch the MCU movies like repeatedly, he and yeah. I. So it's like reviewing a piece of your history. And I don't think that it was necessarily uh, something that he's that accustomed to yeah. approaching. Seeing a movie level. where the antagonist is victorious yeah with think about that war. for a minute i'm about to shove a nose hair trimmer up my nose go for it yeah with infinity war it's like the bad guy wins so what are you going to say about it but it's like also with endgame it's the culmination of a lot of it's the culmination of 22 movies and so you know what are you going to say about that other than you know the movie's good uh, like i know what i would say about it but like if i did an endgame review on my personal channel I, it would just be me talking. So, uh, because I don't think Nate is at that point where he can take like a critical approach to something that he's this, this invested in, um, Nate being my nephew to those who don't know. And also, uh, for limited time, Roman, uh, literally yesterday we released our New York auto show video. Cause I took Nate to the New York international auto show for the first time so that he can meet his uh, dream cars in person, which are the, well, like basically any Lamborghini. And he, uh, he kind of like had that same sort of like muted reaction of like, I don't really know how to react right now. And it's all the other like cool little things that you could do at the New York auto show, like drive this mini garbage truck or, or not drive it, but you know, like sit in it and operate the controls and this like street sweeper also. And so that video is on my personal channel, limited time Roman. Uh, and it has the, um, uh, some deleted scenes from my RCR, uh, New York auto show video because that New York auto show video for RCR was like 10 minutes. And I'm like, this doesn't work. And so I cut a bunch of them out. Oh, are you doing that? Like trick that we yeah. saw at the hotel yeah. the one time I pulled it off once the ability of opening a bottle with another bottle, but yeah, that's just me not wanting to get up and go get a bottle opener, which well, I will do right now. 
why didn't we ask if they had a bottle opener at the hotel that one time? Because I didn't want to look like an alcoholic. Oh, that's like that time where like we uh, we clogged the toilet and asked for a plunger. And then the next day we clogged the toilet again and we didn't ask for the plunger back. We had to look up ways online to declog a toilet without a plunger so that we didn't look like assholes who were yeah. repeatedly like taking enormous fibrous shits <laughs> and just, you know, which is exactly what we were doing yeah you know we were only using a modest amount of toilet paper but right. still you know we're big boys and it's just you know yeah but um it's just funny because uh it ended up the solution ended up being using like conditioner and or shampoo right. yeah. or something and then just letting it steep and you know eventually like after a few hours it went down yeah uh doesn't negate the fact that we had to use the bathroom again but for that i think i remember just going down into the lobby and using yeah. the bathroom because i'm Let just like this isn't going to be on me no yeah after that experience i've taken this forward like if you gotta take a thunder dump go in the lobby exactly because yeah. they have the high pressure flush yeah but they should invent someone needs to invent like a swiss army plunger that because you never know when you're going to need it, and mm -hmm. then if they don't provide one, like what? Why don't they provide plungers in the? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they want to leverage against people making the situation worse. Yeah. But still, just like something you can pull out, and then you know it expands. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> A guy from the regular chat says, "I have to poop again, and I just wiped." That's why you should get a bidet. Because you can clean your butt in between squeezes. Mm. Also, Hello Tushy or something like sponsor us or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I would gladly hawk that product. Mm. Um, Chris McCarthy says, prepping a Ford Aerostar for the Detroit Gambler 500 this weekend and listening to RCR. Good times keeping awesome, guys. Good luck, Chris, and thank you for your donation. Um, Robert S. says, interesting fact of the day. The guy who designed the Aztec also designed the C7. Hmm. And Samuel and and Mark Twain was known by Samuel Clemens and Samuel Clemens Mark Twain. Sorry, sorry to take that as a cheap shot. Um, also, do you think an Impreza, a naturally aspirated Impreza to BRZ engine swap is possible? Wait, what? Also, do you think an Impreza NA to BRZ engine swap is possible? I mean, well, a BRZ is using a, a. Are you talking about like a a WRX engine, like to get a turbo? I don't quite follow that. I mean, if you believe in yourself enough, I imagine. I, I don't know what he. Th do you just um, do you want the two point five NA in the BRZ? Because you don't even have to do that if power is what you want. I mean, they make supercharger kits for the BRZ. I mean, anything is possible with money, but I don't think it's a wise swap. In the same way as the 2ZZ uh, engine swap on the third third uh, gen MR2 is possible, but it's pointless. Hmm. Because, okay, you'll get 40 more horsepower. And in exchange, it's going to cost like $2,000 to pay someone to put that thing in. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really get what you're on about. Do, 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 do. But thank you so much, Robert S., for your donation. Angry Clown 1990 says, it's kind of a fun story. I am in Alabama. The car belonged to one of those typical, oh, you know, the guy 
yeah the guy who bought the um the uh m72 uh eldorado belonged to one of those typical car hoarder gray beards gotcha yeah. so he's just got to make room for something mm. there's a guy in new ringgold who's like a car hoarder but he doesn't like live on a farm or anything. It's like every square inch of this guy's backyard in the town is cars. Ah. And he has them parked up on the sidewalk. I guess he owns the sidewalk. It's like one of those houses that also has one of those really old bars in Reading. I guess it would be a bodega. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it's literally just a corner of his know? house yeah. somehow is registered like like commercial. I have a liquor license. Yeah. Angry Cow 1990 says he passed away, went to the estate. Say, oh, oh, oh. The um, the guy at the Eldorado. He passed away and I went to the estate sale and bid on the car on a whim. Needed a parts car for a project and then it'd be new too nice to take a ride. Man, how do you find estate sales? I don't know. That's I don't good... need things. I don't need more things. But the idea of finding like some... Like, like something that was super cherished and you bought it for a dollar. Yeah. I don't know why that makes me excited. Yeah. Well, I it's it's kind of like the price is right where you know one dollar actually wins. Yeah. It's like a winning bid. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's funny because it's those types of things happen not like estate sales necessarily, but like police auctions happen a lot in and around the Reading area. I've never been to one of you. I've no, I, but I see signs for them every couple of months, like a Reading uh, police auction or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that I'm always like, mm, yeah, because yeah, I know that it's mostly going to be repossessed items that like, I don't know. It's just so sketch though. Cause you don't know. Xbox what... 360 with cigarette stains on it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't know. Someone was, if someone was beaten with that, like nah. I, I don't want a blood stained, you know, Atari 2600. Uh, even if it is only costing me 50 cents. Right. Um, I don't know why you'd repo something with such relatively low value anyway, but right. Hey, do you hear the, they, they opened up a, a beer wall in my hometown. That uh, it's huh? a, it's a self serve beer place. You walk in, you put all your money. Uh, sorry, this is getting off topic. It's just I know I'm gonna forget this. You walk in, you give your uh, card to the bartender. They give you a little like Dave and Buster's type card that's good ah. there. You uh, go over to the like wall of taps and of whatever it is that they're serving. Um, there's one downstairs and one upstairs, like a wall. Uh, you put the card into the little slot, then pour. And then after you're done, it'll read out like however much that pour costs. And then at, whenever you're done, you take the uh, card back to the bartender. She gives you back your card and you like pay. Cause like whatever you are paying, whatever your bill has amounted to so far is on the card that they give you. And then when you give it to them, that's when you pay out and you can pay cash or card, whatever. But it's a way of keeping track. Do they keep your credit card? Um. Yes. Well, okay. they hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, once you give them back their card, they give you back yours, and gotcha. you cash out. And I imagine if you lose the card, there's some kind of like fee or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just kind of a. It's a great place. And I was there, and I ran into my brother there of all things and that's oh. when i uh asked his girlfriend if i could do her car mm. with them and yeah so that'll be a 
fun one just to bring it back to cars i guess yeah oh no it's Brittany. no question but thank you thank you for your donation dick fawcett nice. <laughs> i have an 89 camry no tax stock awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah that I, that's cool yeah. uh rad take it to radwood awesome thank you for your donation dick fawcett Maya butt reeks. I've been a substitute teacher. I know how it goes. You can find a de decent Ford ZX2 for $2,000. Ah, cool. Hmm. We did a review on one of those down in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, Mechanical Dan, thank you for your donation. Just says, what's up from the gym? Do I want to go to the gym? It's 701 already, is it? Oh, that's right. You have a gym that's open forever. Because yeah. my gym closes at eight o'clock. Ah. So if I want to go, I have to go as soon as what my writing routine, like I go to my local cafe, like, well, I mean, I have to drive there now. I used to be able to walk, but um, then I go and change out into my like gym clothes, go walk over to the gym and I have maybe like an hour or two there before yeah. like they're going to start closing down. I take that hour to shower uh -huh. and then I'm just like good to go. But it's hard because sometimes you'll wake up in the middle of the night and feel like, Hey, I could really use the gym right now. Yeah. But I, it is what it is. Yeah. I could go later or I could record the week after next review. Mm. Depends if I drink a third beer or not. Whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> uh, Okay, this one's from Nick. Oh, cool. Hey, Nick, there's a fantastic documentary on Dale Earnhardt done by Emp Lemon. Have you guys seen it? It seems right in your wheelhouse. Collab, please. I have not, um, but it's also something that, I mean, I'd love to do collaboration with someone at some point on one of these documentaries, but it's hard because they take me forever to write. Like, we've been through this like us, um, yeah. uh, uh, me and the viewers about how ridiculously long the writing takes on some of these because i want to have the next one out by the time like too many games rolls around right but it's i don't know the writing is slow going especially now that i do like my own like solo review videos mm -hmm. which i mean those really don't take that long it's just the recording and the sound thingies that are more mm -hmm. you know an issue for me um but for the most part you know, writing them and recording them or writing and editing them are fine. It's just, I want to get it right because it's also something that like, I don't really care about the, the overall cinematography of like what my reviews look like. It's very much like proto, like early season RCR of yeah. just like, but yeah, I don't have equipment for this. I have a GoPro that apparently like tried to commit suicide a wall yeah. on the back of my car while viewing my ants tracker it's the best just, part is back up yeah 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 back up more yeah <laughs> something like to back the up GoPro. i'm just like go back yeah and then she had to turn the car back on to back <laughs> it up and so she, and she felt so bad about it. i'm like no don't these are functionally indestructible yeah. for the most part you could have run over it completely she had just run over the suction mount like oh. and it had bent so that the casing wasn't usable anymore but the gopro was fine right yeah so yeah. <laughs> michael kamka says love this channel some don't know what that means sm plans oh coming... so much oh so much internet speak mm. plans coming back to atx i'm gathering that's atlanta 
Atlanta's ATL. Oh, okay. ATL. Oh, maybe they mean Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I will be there in October. I don't know the specifics yet or the time. It's going to be early October. Yeah. That's when I'm going back to Harris Hill solo and just running the track. I'll probably yeah. film something. Yeah. But it's mostly me and Nugget and Monica. Possible. Oh, yes. And also um, the Johnsons. Ah, because nice. they're swinging by doing their own thing. That's when they're taking this road trip across the U.S. In so, the well, no, it can't be because how would they get it over there? The giant bus. Oh no, no, yeah, I was gonna. No, say. they're flying to L. They're going. They're flying into L.A. doing the L.A. thing, then flying to uh, Dallas, Texas, and they say they want to rent a camper van. But not in the sense that we have camper vans. Like we have RVs, mm. we have conversion vans, and we have those mini camper vans that are kind of just like box trucks. Yeah. But what they're talking about is something more like a Ford Econoline or a Chevy 3500 work van that's been outfitted as a camper complete with a little kitchen out the back. We don't really do those. No, in the we US. really don't. Um, they do them in the, they do them in the, in Europe. They do them in the UK. They, they do them in Australia and New Zealand, but they don't really do them here. No. So maybe they'll find one. They're Kiwis. They're resourceful. But anyway, um, um, the Johnsons are coming here to this part of PA at some part. It's going to be like the last leg of their trip. Very nice. Very nice so we'll me. see them then. Bob, Bob, thank you for your donation, Bob. Did the 1970, did 1970s General Motors make a regular car that didn't suck? I want one or for, or I want one for, for what? I want one for whatever reason. Which land boat is best land boat? Hmm. Yeah, well, a C10 would be. A C10 square body, that will be, you can keep one of those running for forever. But I guess you want a car car. So that's going to be tough. Um, I think late 70s Chevy Celebrity, maybe. A Buick something or other. Yeah. Like a Lucerne or. Um, I have a soft spot for the Chevy Vega, but that's not an answer you didn't want to hear. So I'm going to go with square body pickup, uh, uh, Chevy square body from the 70s, because nothing ever changes on those things. And they don't suck at all. In fact, prices of them are going way up. Will, thank you for your generous donation. Unfortunately, I can't make the podcast because of a mountain bike workout. In both of your opinions, uh, politics. Well, In both of your opinions, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden running for president? Also, RCR Seattle when? I don't know when we're going to do RCR Seattle. I've been to Seattle uh, more than once. It's very cool. I used to have family that lived there, but they all moved to Florida. Don't they all? So my thoughts on Joe Biden running for president. I mean, I don't, I don't care. care. In like, it's, it's, it, I mean, I care superficially, but I've kind of resigned myself to certain outcomes and yeah. doesn't mean I'm still not going to do my civic duty, but the only thing that unseats a president during peacetime is the economy. And right now the economy is doing fine. Just yeah. ask George HW Bush. He won the Gulf war war. <laughs> George H.W. Bush won the Gulf War and didn't get reelected. 
Yeah, but because of the early 90s recession. And yep. right now, the economy is doing OK. Mm. So that's my answer to that. Yeah. Uh, Boris T.S. Carl of hello, familiar face. Just got my tax return. Have some money. Well, you didn't have to do that, but thank you. Thank you for your donation. OK. Yes. Thank you, Boris. Um, Carl Broom says, have you guys ever got a cramp in your butthole from trying to poop, not poop your pants? I have never held it in ever. So no. Hmm. Uh, not I mean, a, not a cramp. I mean, I had my Boston greatest poop of my life story, but that's really just, you know, it's having the poop mixed with booze, mixed with beer, mixed with tater tots, mixed with first night in Boston versus running and being jostled and <laughs> oh my god it smells like cheeto farts in here <laughs> it's just a gastronomic stew yeah greatest shit of my life <laughs> i'm gonna go to my grave thinking about that dump <laughs> nothing can compare of that brown exorcism <laughs> in the boston park plaza hotel <laughs> on new year's night 2007 i think Just come closer uh, i i have something to tell you before i go <laughs> that shit in boston <laughs> the my life. Oh, <laughs> dan dunlop thank you for your donation i'm going to pick up a two-wheel drive nissan hard body with a ka tomorrow good choice Anything specific to look out for? I have no idea, Dan. I know nothing about Nissans. Um, asking you two as well as the chat, thank you for your videos. I don't know much. Uh, you'd be good to ask uh, my friend Dan Solner, who knows Nissans. Nissans. But, yeah, I have no idea. But you picked a great pickup truck. I think who also drives a Nissan hardbody is um, Matthew Gafford's who made that a Fox in space animation. If, uh, if, if uh, star Fox was a uh, 1970s cartoon, hmm. he drives a Nissan hard body. It was his first car. He's been driving it for 22 years. That's it's from like 89. It's like almost, it's like almost the same year as the one you're looking at. And it's like, yeah, it has 280,000 miles on it. It won't stop running. I am not getting rid of this truck. It's too good. <laughs> Moving on. Silver Stacks. Thank. Have you ever guys? Have you guys? Have you? Have you guys ever been to Lake Winona, PA? Not only have I been to Lake Winona, PA, I've done landscaping work there and <laughs> thought and thought about um, waiting for Godot and uh, the Theater of the Absurd. And yeah. Alan Watts. I've shoveled lots of mulch in that place. And Lake Winona is an area of Pennsylvania because it's a gated community where everybody goes to smoke weed. Because um, the um, since it's private land, police don't patrol there. Yeah. So they have they have like a Rav Four with amber hazard lights, uh, amber cop lights on. It's it's a mall cop. Yeah, not really. it's kind of like a little piece of no man's land in the middle of Appalachia, PA. So I know very well Lake Winona, PA. You can drive your four wheels on the road. No one cares. Mm. Uh, very seven as. Don't know what this means. 
Um, hey guys, I daily the Harold Slavinsky special, a 2007 Honda Accord. I can't even do the voice anymore. It's been like five years. Save some options in color. Ever chance of getting a seventh gen Accord re-review? No. In <laughs> RCR's more polished form? No. Mm. I mean, that th that was one of my favorite reviews. And it, no, that's that's the seventh generation Accord. Yeah. Uh, so no, we will never revisit that one because that was everything we needed to say. Very rarely do we do a car twice unless either there's money involved. Um, see also sponsorship or yeah, um, if there's uh, stuff Some, we stuff that's been left unsaid. Yeah, or something that changed, like the difference between the stock Falcon and then the Falcon after it was done. Exactly. So thank you, thank you for your donation. Wookie Automoto TV says driving the NASCAR hauler to Dover, Delaware tonight. Have a drink on me. Nice. Mm. So, oh yeah, that's right. You did some work at Pocono or something like that. Mm. Driving the NASCAR hauler. Nice. I guess there's like Dover Speedway or something like that. I think we've reached the end. Do I look weird? I look like my body's out of proportion. Like I, I like my my. I mean, I know my head is too big. It's always been too big. But I mean, like, my like frame is, it's weird. I have this, like, boxy, maybe it's the shirt I'm wearing, but it looks like my arms are really oh. skinny. Oh. And that's why, like, I don't know if I'm, like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I guess we're kind of in the shot. We're a little bit underexposed. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's just what I'm wearing. I guess. Um, oh, Rafael Varga uh, doesn't have a question, but thank you so much for the one euro. Thank you. I uh, So uh, I started writing uh, scripts from, or started reading scripts from the Blacklist, which is the annual list of the top unproduced screenplays in Hollywood, as voted on by agents, executives, fellow screenwriters. And as I'm working my way through this list, I keep thinking, you know, there are parts that I wish I could rewrite, not that I could do it better, but just that I could do it differently. Mm. There's a script that was one of the top vote getters. It's called Harry's All Night Hamburgers. And it's <laughs> like a mixture of it's like Back to the Future meets. I don't know, a different version of Back to the Future. It's basically this kid who lives in a really, really small town and finds out that uh, his local hometown diner is a uh, portal to, or it's basically a truck stop for parallel world travelers. All right. And so he goes searching for um, the, the, the universe where his childhood sweetheart like feels the same way about him oh. and it's but he realizes that like what he's looking for is not really what he's looking for right and it's really emotional uh too there i mean you can find any of the blacklist scripts on reddit it's they're all there but the harry's all night hamburgers was, was my favorite one uh right up there with um Oh, uh, promising young woman, which is kind of like a really messed up kind of story, but uh -huh. I think it'll be kind of a controversial thing. And unlike Harry's all night hamburgers, I think promising young woman is actually being made like now. Oh, okay. So th that's, I don't know. It's something, it's weird because I like reading screenplays. I love the format. I love the, the layout and it's just so comforting to hmm. read. They're also kind of like slug lines and all these different. What are slug lines? Uh, the the um, 
establishing like the location interior brian's apartment day um and so you end up with this type of format that is very much in the moment you know it's like writing a novel in uh in it it's like eh, no it's really kind of not like no it's it's different from the actual visual media of film but it's not quite like any other written medium right so i don't know i've been kind of obsessed with those for a while and i've been trying to get my hands on the ford v ferrari script because i want to uh, see like what they're going to do with that uh yeah it's still not out yeah no it comes out in november oh okay so i mean it'll be interesting it was supposed to come out this june but they pushed it back to uh get it closer to award season mm. because they're going to make an oscar run with that who who stars in it? Uh, Matt Damon, Christian Bale. Right. Uh, it's um, yeah. It's all leading to like the 1966 Le Mans and mm-hmm. all that crazy stuff. Uh, I think it's based on the book Go to Hell, but I'm don't quote me on that. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure. But it's a very famous book about the whole 66 Le Mans and the yeah. Ford Ferrari rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that should be a really interesting movie, and I'm uh looking forward to. It's like among my most anticipated of the whole nice. year. So that'll that'll be a great movie. Although I don't expect it to be like a super fat. Like I expect it to be sort of uh, uh a movie that takes place in like not necessarily boardrooms, but like in bars and things. I like that. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I, I can't remember who I was talking to. It might even have been uh, Freddie Hernandez from the YouTube channel Tavarish, where we're, we were talking about a film or something like that. And I, I think I was making the argument that, that, that smoking helps in films. And I don't mm. know. And I, and I need to figure out a reason why, like, like we both have a love of noir film yeah. and the look of it, but it's not the same if no one's smoking or drinking. Exactly. So it's brilliant. Like people got uh, about Mad Men that everybody was always smoking. And granted, it was probably more than what they did. But I guess it's it, it, it's an element in within the frame that's moving when the characters aren't yeah yeah it's it pulls focus in a way yeah and, but I, my thing with smoking on film is that there's it's it's the same thing of like a newsroom in a 70s movie yeah versus a newsroom in a movie now like right. if you look at a movie that's about journalism something like spotlight and it's kind of like all quiet and computers and everything yeah. but then you go and look at like all the president's men or even yeah. like superman which yeah. is click 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 like it's just a riot yeah. of sound yeah. and smoke and just you know water cooler sounds and coffee being like uh, coffee yeah. percolating and all this stuff and i guess spotlight's kind of an unfair example because it's meant to be a really small team but right. it, even then it, you know it's the differences in the way we present the fabric of our reality i guess right. because in our real world even though we're slowly getting more and more to a place where there's nowhere on earth that you can actually legally smoke. Right. Uh, They, people still smoke and they still do it a lot. So, and the thing about real cigarettes is they don't really create that much smoke, Mm. but in movies, you got to use prop Mm. cigarettes because it's right there in the wiki of uh, Mad Men about how like the direct, there's a quote from whatever director. I don't know if I guess there was multiple directors. Yeah. Um, But like, in TV or in film where there's multiple takes, you don't want to give actors real cigarettes because then nicotine will make them throw up. 
Yeah. So you got to give them fake cigarettes that are just like herbal cigarettes or or just something in there that burns that you can inhale and ex. You don't even have to inhale. You just mouth it. Yeah. And then it comes back out again. But that stuff creates more vapor than than a real cigarette, which are, the real cigarettes aren't really made to, to create that much smoke. No. And I can say that from experience because then I worked at the computer company. Boss sat right, right next to me. And, you know, she smoked like smoked like an old Fiat. So and, and there really wasn't a haze in the room at all. Yeah. So. I mean, granted, they had one of those sharper image like air cleaners things. Some other point I wanted to make about smoking. And films and how it's neat. Oh, yeah. Like an example of like fake cigarettes is um, the first Voight comp scene in Blade Runner. Ah, that guy yeah. is like. <laughs> he's like vaping before it was real go back and watch that scene there is so much smoke coming out of almost both ends of this fake cigarette ripping it, fat it, clouds it took me out of that scene just a little bit yeah i mean i get it it's neo-noir mm. which we need more of almost always and that's still something i want to do sometime yeah. is just create a video called exposition the movie <laughs> <laughs> exposition the motion picture it's uh that's another thing i noticed reading the scripts is how clumsy a lot of the exposition is mm. is well uh you know um well i gotta go out today because my daughter is well instead of saying something like well i gotta get home because my daughter's turning four and i already missed the first three mm. you know like you say something sorry i hit the mic you say something clumsier like well i my daughter is turning four and i you know, I, my wife is already mad that blah, 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 blah. This like saying more than you need to say, which is rich coming from right. me, but still. Rack again said, would love to see a 302 Windsor in my Ben C class for a laugh. All right. And fun. I mean, I guess you'd have more torque. Don't know if you have more horsepower carbureted, of course. I was inspired by both your Falcon and the Outback and the Outback in the market of Shrewsbury video. Yeah. In that one video, for those guys who didn't see it, there was like an 05 Outback. My eye just went squished. That was really weird. Mm. Mm. Yep. They're both equally fucked up, so everything's normal. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, there was an 05 Outback that had a uh 302 windsor block in it that was carbureted and i thought ah that's neat but supposedly he's there all the time uh so i mean they could be done i guess cut a bunch of stuff and cram that cram that old antiquated engine in there and thank you for being inspired by the falcon uh and thank you for your donation carl boom Oh, and by the way, if you want to see how bad my vision is without my glasses, this is how close I have to have the laptop to my face to read it correctly. Carl Broom says, how do you how do y'all feel about the rec uh, recreation? Oh, we have a recreational weed vote in Pennsylvania. Yeah, we I'm do. all for it. It's not going to pass. <laughs> it's too soon. No, it's too soon. Too soon. Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's there to just put cracks in the ceiling or put put cracks in the foundation. Well, what's strange is that they're I think it's in Philadelphia that they're looking at opening a safe house for like drug users. 
basically where you can go and use drugs, mm. but there will be someone on hand with like Narcan if you overdose. I get which is <laughs> which overdose is, on weed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. It's just uh, I don't. Know. It's just strange. I mean, anytime I read the news, uh, the comments in the news posts on Facebook, which I don't know why I do it, uh. but it's just a lot of uh, you know. It's a lot of mid-staters complaining about the infestation of brown people in their area, e like being unabashedly racist the yeah. entire time and homophobic. And it's just like, man, this is such a bad look for my state. On our starter packs, it's like uh, every Facebook, every Facebook news commentator. And it's just picture of guy like, OK, the position of the camera is the steering wheel of his pickup truck looking back baseball hat flat like baseball hat with the black flag on it not the black mm. flag the band but like the american flag with black and white on it and you have the oakley sunglasses oh and it's just that look also 40 pounds overweight like used to be in shape in high school dad yeah look. concealed carry uh, and it's nothing gets his dick harder uh mechanical dan says that means go to the gym you mean because I'm wondering if I should or shouldn't go to the gym? Mm. That means go to the gym. Not sure, but thank you for the four exclamation points and thank you for your donation. Crazy Ivan two times. Hello, hello. Mr. R, what happened to your hair? My girlfriend says it's cute. My old hair, my new hair. Well, I'm losing my hair, Ivan. So um, this conceals my hair loss. It's the last line of defense against before shaving it. Um, it's an elegant solution for a more civilized age. So this is how my hair is going to look, guys. Embrace it. Just like, um, oh, the new act, like the first, uh, like. When they had to change actors between Iron Man and Iron Man 2 for oh, Rhodey. For, uh, yeah, Rhodey got a new actor. Yeah. And it was, uh, they went from Ter Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. Yeah. And it, it, they just and, kind of don't. And his first line is Don Cheadle is like, it's you, it's me, get used to it. Yeah. Like acknowledging, <laughs> yeah, different actor. Yeah. So yeah, this is my new hair, get used to it. Can you guys make an RSS feed for your podcast, says Zach Smith? Thank you for your donation. I don't know how we to do that. We do. No, it's oh, uh, literally if you go to uh, the regular car reviews podcast on Shout Engine, there should be a little RSS feed tab there. And then you just click on that. Mm. And I, I, but I don't know if that's like developer tool type things of like that we're seeing it, but they're not uh -huh. because I honestly don't know, you know, like if I had any idea how I was actually um, doing a podcast, we would have sponsors by now, but right. <laughs> alas, like, I don't know how that happens, how sponsorships happen. Like I, it makes Freddie, no sense. Freddie told me something that I'm going to take forward about sponsorships. And I, I get emails about, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. We're interested in your content. <laughs> like, we like what you've been doing with regular cars, YouTube. <laughs> we have our, and here's our Bluetooth device, or here's your car charger. <laughs> he says, here's what you do. You just says, thank you. I'm 
Thank you. I am interested. Our going rate is $5,000. Ah. Just do that. And if they come back, then maybe negotiate something. Yeah. It's the. It's kind of like a half go away amount that they're not going to pay that. So I put that in the video. But like the worst thing that can happen is they say, we can do that. And then you make $5,000. Yeah. 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 Or you maybe can go back and forth. To, and like settle on a price that results in yeah i guess yeah because people i don't know like i'm not opposed to selling out within reasonable limits yeah you know it's as long as you still retain autonomy of a bit well then i guess it's not selling out if you're but still you know what i mean it's right. like you're not sacrificing who you are just to plug a product provided that it's actually a decent product because right. we have had products that we opted not to plug. Oh yeah. Like there was this whole thing. We had this, we had, there was a gimbal that somebody sent me. Now it was like an $800 gimbal. It was junk. It was terrible. I would never use it. And then they sent me like one that was supposed to be used for your phone. I have a picture of it throwing my phone off the thing. Yeah. I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. And I remember, back. Yeah. You asked me like, cause I shot the video and I kind of don't want to post just like ripping their product because it's kind of, and I'm like, we'll just yeah. say, Hey, you know, not really for me. I'll send it back. Won't post a video. It's just going to be like, yeah. cause you know, by your own admission, it wasn't really like much of a video anyway. It was just a thing. Yeah. I have a guilty pleasure of watching gumball clips of that kids cartoon mm, show yeah. called the amazing world and they had one thing like you gotta sell out and then you gotta have money <laughs> to do the show and the show keeps falling apart also um i thought of you because they did like an animated tribute to the golden girls <laughs> on that yeah did i someone linked me to that mm. um it was hilarious mm. uh, that, that show has a lot of adult not like adult as in raunchy, but adult as in like a child is not going to understand this reference at all. Yeah. Um, they had this whole bit about socialism once because my uh, youngest nephew watches uh, Gumball mm -hmm. um, and so does my niece. And so it, when I was over in Jersey like a few weeks ago, they were kind of just sitting there watching it. I'm like, hey, let's go outside. And they were cool with it, but I, it's just weird in that, like, I ended up getting sort of, like, fixated on it. Mm -hmm. So, eh, I don't know. Victorious, thank you for your donation. Thank you. Uh, glad I could make it. Oh, it's a Roman question. Oh, yay. Um, hello, guys. Oh, wait, no. Just, oh, oh, no, it did the thing. You gotta oh. scroll up scrolling 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 um roman any chance you might visit anime expo in socal we got itasha cars and curious what a review would look like love your content enjoy some wawa coffee on me uh thank you so much for the kind words and for the donation um i mean i'm i don't really travel unless it's like something i can write off and i don't know that i'll it, I guess I could write off like an anime expo and find some way to like, as long make as you it. do a video that's for the business. Yeah. It's, but they're just Roman like, writing services. Yeah, that's true. It's just one of those things that I just don't really think about, uh, that much in terms of like, where would I go by myself? You know, it's just, eh, I don't think about it that much. It's strange, but I like sort of being home. I like, being in the proximity of family and which doesn't mean i don't enjoy traveling it's just it's not something that occurs to be that occurs to me 
naturally to do, even though I can do it. Right. So I don't know. Well, I mean, we had this conversation, like I took a trip for myself to New Zealand. Yeah. Like you deserve a trip. Um, somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. I mean, I mean, like, you can take the time. I can run. The, I can run the channel if you just want to fuck off to the UK <laughs> or have your LA time. Yeah, one of these days I'll do something. It's just a matter of coming to the decision of like what specifically do I want to do because, like, it's one thing to be able to say, yeah, I want to go to the UK, but I also kind of want to do something while I'm there. Like, I want to have a reason to go, mm -hmm. like, to say that I'm going somewhere to see things that mm -hmm. and like. It's also, it's, I don't feel like imposing on Tom Clark or even though I right, feel right, like right, right, yeah. he would, I feel like he would be okay with it, but it's also that thing of like, now you want to spend time with your hosts because yeah. they're your hosts, but you don't know if they necessarily want to spend time with you and you don't want to just <laughs> use them as a place to like dump all your shit and brush your teeth and have a shower and leave. You know right. what I mean? Cause that's what I kind of instinctually do because I'm like, uh, I'm not worthy of anything. I'm scared of the earth thank you for your bed i'm gonna get out of your hair because that's kind of what i did in new zealand like um like i want to limit my exposure to you so you don't hate me eventually yeah so but i did have some a ton of fun times like in new zealand on my own and i think it was like bottom the bottom of the top 10 things was the very first morning in new zealand walking to countdown and eating a pie on the on the curb in front of a countdown uh, it's like this is the greatest thing in the, in the world yeah and then when when i go back in 2021 i am going to do that yeah just oh yes oh god back. countdown <laughs> need a pie on the ground <laughs> uh, i just it's after just... this question i have to pee yeah iced ink says currently at a truck stop slash casino in oklahoma that has the best enchiladas any greatest food joints in PA that you know of for the next for the next time I go there. Uh, been burnt out on service plaza food since my truck, my truck's microwave shat itself. OK, um, go to a Wegmans like you're in a truck. You have to park somewhere. There's some place you can park a truck. Mm -hmm. um, go into Wegmans and just have at it at that hot bar. Yeah. You can have your sushi. You can have a beer there. It's all healthy or it can be unhealthy if yeah, you want it to be. Whatever you want. But they have an yeah. entire bar that's dedicated to this like is a supermarket. Food. What we're talking and, about. Yeah. It's a supermarket with a buffet with a Wegmans is like a godsend. I wish I had one that wasn't like 40 minutes away because it's basically like the greatest place. Um, and everything that they make is made to its best possible point. Like, okay, I'm Puerto Rican and we love platanos, which are basically like fried plantains, you know, and somehow Wegmans makes it better than like most of my people. Like it's weird, but I mean, it's also one of those things where, you know, they pride themselves on like world cuisine and they have all these special cheeses and they have all these artisan craft beers and you can make your own sixer and whatever you want. And it's just fantastic. And, you know, it's like Whole Foods, but not pretentious. Um, and don't get me wrong. I like Whole Foods, but still it's, it's different. There's a homelier, homier feeling with Wegmans. Um, other places I'd recommend if you're passing through like Berks County, the Why Missing Family restaurant had this complete overhaul of 
what they were because they were originally a diner now they're a restaurant that closes at like nine o'clock and it's they have reading diner the why missing diner oh. well, well why missing family restaurant but basically they become a tri-county renowned place for their fried chicken like mm. their fried chicken goes so fast i don't know what their recipe is and i've only had it once and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it's so amazing that I can't have this again uh, because I know what it's going to do to me. So why I'm missing family restaurant. Yeah. And uh, there's a bakery inside there and they make all sorts of like tantalizing. Where uh, is this? In why I'm missing. Yeah. It's, it's used to be the YO diner. And now it's, um, it's like, if you're going on Penn Avenue towards West lawn, um, but yeah. And there's, uh, uh, is this like out of like the town proper? Are we in sprawl now? No, I no, can just yeah. Google it. Yeah, but also there is, uh, of course, Shady Maple. But that's like if you want to have a coronary, yeah, type place. Like, oh, food! But yeah. they have specific like trucker thing because yeah. truckers are always like passing through there. The food is really freaking good, and except like I only go once a year because I don't want to die. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly they have a gift shop so that you can walk around until the food digests enough so that you can have a shit so that you don't get the browns <laughs> while you're on the road. Uh, but yeah, it's just I don't know, it's fantastic. So shifty eyed dog, thank you for your donation. Says, Why were you so timid with the Lambo regarding uh, um, Freddy's twin turbo Lambo? Okay, uh, first of all, the car is done, that car is a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> Yes, it's a Lamborghini, but it's been had two turbos strapped to it. The car was once on fire. Everything inside is kind of <laughs> like vibrating against each other. And you ever get those two, and I've said this in tweets, have you ever get those two really strong rare earth magnets? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, the ones that'll pinch your fingers if you get your finger in between. Too close. Them? I think uh, my nephew has two of those. Okay. Uh, for uh, putting his Iron Man arc reactor. Like to, ah, affixing it to his chest. Nice. He walks around. That thing is not coming off <laughs> for any reason. Get those two super strong magnets, put them on the table and bring them close to each other and try to get them smoothly. You're not at the very end. They'll slip out of your hands and go clack right together. Mm. Um. So yeah, that's what the clutch engage is like. And also when it comes to like home built machines, I'm very timid. Because this is no, this is no longer built by a team, even though yes, Lamborghini, but they're still Lamborghini. Yeah, I'm mm. American. Uh, engineers who have built something to adhere to Department of Transportation standards. Now this is Freddie Hernandez's build. It appear it 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 applies to no standards now. Yeah. Everything's like home built cars are so weird. So you approach them like a tiger or a bear. This thing could kill you. And (laughs) that was the most difficult manual I've ever driven because the engagement doesn't make sense. You think, Oh, I can drive a car. Just slip the clutch a little bit. You're trying to slip it. And then it, it grabs instantly. And then a car dies. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. And also because Freddie is a friend, I didn't want to be the first guy to break his car. And he told me that was the first time he ever, like we get this. I've never sat in the passenger seat of my own car before. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was that. And even he said that. I've never driven in the in the passenger side of the car. Hmm. Ridden in the passenger side of the car. Um, Hippo picks. Hypo picks. 
No question, but thank you for the donation. And we're all caught up. We are all caught up. Mm. Um, so a thunderstorm tomorrow. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we canceled the film shoot for tomorrow. Uh, I called both guys. We're going to do it next week. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I have a doctor's appointment on Friday that I'm because I'm a hypochondriac, like I'm nervous about. It's an ear, nose and throat doctor because uh -huh. of my sinuses. Uh -huh. So I'm just worried. Oh, it's going to be throat polyps or <laughs> some crazy like mess that I'm sure I'm fine. But it's still that thing of like you start imagining and projecting of like how you're going to explain things to people if something's wrong with you mm -hmm. or how things are going to change if something's wrong with you. Because I, you know, I've had like problems before now, granted nothing that severe, but enough to where, you know, health anxiety is always a thing, but then my realization now to allow me to live my life yeah. is don't worry unless you actually have something to worry about. Right. Because that's really the only way that you can live. You know, it's, it's, that's why, like, I can't Google symptoms anymore. Like I can't do, I used to do it for reassurance that it wasn't anything severe of like, what are common problems that have these symptoms? Like I'll type in symptoms plus common problems just yeah. so that it links what I'm searching for to a reasonable common explanation uh -huh. for whatever it is. And, but no, it still comes back with like, you could almost like, you may have 15 minutes as you're reading this left to live. Uh, in this, because whatever it is you have is very aggressive, and you're only going to be around for until the end of the week. You might catch like the tail end of Fallon, and then that's it. And so, what a way to go! Yeah, tell me about it. But um, it's weird. I actually like Jimmy Fallon in a weird way. He kind of reminds me of me in a way in that like you have some sort of like i don't know he's corny in the same way that i'm corny i gotcha uh and so it, he reminds me of me like that but that and he would do parody songs on snl so yeah. like that was the other thing uh because when i was growing up all i would ever do is write parody songs in class nice and so now it's like super weird that i do that now did, um, you, did you see uh weird al tweeted that uh I don't know what they're doing using a parody of Amish Paradise in the Sonic. <laughs> uh, oh trailer. god, that did you see the trailer, dude? I saw that. That's trailer. so weird. He looks like he's on route to like Anthrocon. It's <laughs> random. No, but like it's it, no judgments. But he's uh, also hilarious in the sense that, or it's hilarious in the sense that this feels very much like classic Jim Carrey. Like it does. the weirdo. Like he's all in on being. Yeah. a weirdo and i feel like this is a total paycheck role for him but still you know yeah he um jim anti-vaxxer carry <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on man like you're what, part of my childhood and now you're doing this jim yeah uh, was, was jenny mccarthy like really that good yeah <laughs> yeah just change your whole mind but so. yeah it's just Someone else on Reddit said that the Sonic trailer feels like a movie they wrote in 1998 and we're just waiting for technology to catch up. <laughs> that sounds so true because I keep thinking of movies that take an animated thing and drop it in a live action world. Yeah. And those movies rarely ever work. Like, right. yeah, maybe one of them will, but like the subsequent sequels really don't. Like, uh, 
uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks or Scooby Doo. Oh or, yeah, or, like they come and go. They come yeah. and go every now and then. But it's, but this feels like 2002's hottest movie. Yeah, you know, like ever. Um, Let's see if this works. Oh, pouring work. pouring tea into a beer bottle. That's amazing. Uh, it feels like I'm pissing in a car. <laughs> the but my um youngest nephew is obsessed with sonic so he's super hyped for this movie it'll be a popcorn movie and the kids will like it and they know exactly what they're doing oh you're ruining my childhood like you were six and it comes around at the same time as uh ford v ferrari so you know yeah uh, it, that'll be like a double feature weekend for me like one for the kids but like one for me yeah <laughs> um yeah Hippo Picks says, please give me real fart. No fake Hollywood Muji sound effects bullshit will suffice. My desire for brown. So this guy paid me $5 to fight fart into a microphone. Well, I'll let you know if this beer starts working. I mean, if you want a real fart, it's not, it, you're going to have to wait for the real deal. The tea should get the digestion going because ah. it's ginger and Sonic dies in end game, <laughs> says, says someone. Did either? Uh, oh, Eric Pedersen. Hello, Eric. Hey, Eric. Eric says, "Did you? Did either of you go to Farrah's wedding?" No, no, no. We don't know him that well. And I, and I and I don't feel weird that we didn't get to go because I don't like weddings. Yeah, I, and, and I don't like weddings because, like, I, I'm I'm like a Scrooge McDuck here. Um, it's because after I was a videographer and I went to a bunch of weddings, I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> and I've had like three. Uh, I've had two really, really good weddings. My buddy Tom and my buddy Eric, those weddings and my buddy Matt Carlton. So like mm. three of them, they were like, this is happiness. There's no drama. I'm just going to end it. I don't want to go to any other weddings anymore. Like yeah. these are the last three weddings I went to were fantastic. Everybody partied. No one got shit faced. Tom's dad did have to get carried away on the caterer's golf cart, but you know, he was fine the next morning. Yeah. It's all good, man. And I'm fine if I never go to another wedding ever. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Said the guy who's singing at the wedding at a wedding yeah. in like a month. But still, it's it's not that I'm bah humbug about weddings. It's that I just feel kind of awkward because I I put myself in those sort of shoes and wondering how two people get to this point, mm -hmm. you know, in a weird way. Oh yeah, Eric Pedersen's getting married. He says, "Well, then you're not invited to mine." Just kidding. It's too much to ask anyway. Well, I guess he had to go to San Diego. Yeah. And congratulations. Hey, to hey, hey you're here. Hmm. So many young people getting uh, so married. I mean, I, I I, mean, and hey, nothing wrong with that. So nothing wrong with it, that. When, it, when they're the one, when you know, you know. When you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to kind of that. And then when you're old, you get to say, like, we've been married for 60 some years. Yeah. And when you're both like in a rocking chair at 80. Uh, yeah, watching you know, and Rogue. Al Roker for in his robotic form yeah, will yeah. wish you a happy, <laughs> yeah, happy 60th anniversary. Smuckers, <laughs> Smuckers jelly, and Al Roker's head in a jar. Yeah. Wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> Eighty-four years, years young. young. <laughs> the Today Show is going to be on forever, Ever, yeah. and they're just going to keep adding hours to it because it used to be like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. when i was a kid or something and then it got to two hours mm -hmm. and it got to three and yeah it's just the things i am going to uh there was someone who found like all these tape cassettes of kmart radio 
from the 90s mm. and uploaded them to YouTube. I'm going to rip some of them, slow them down, put echo on them. And it's, it's complete with like um, all the advertisements, like the in-store advertisements for what's on sale. Yeah. And it's weird that I was here like color correcting video, listening to mall music and feeling nostalgic. They're me. talking about like the blue light special and all that stuff that goes on sale at Kmart. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think the way Kmart Radio worked was blue light specials had to be announced for that particular store mm. because that would be whatever would be uh, overstocked. And then and like the radio came from corporate, so they could only like plug featured items or stuff that got new. Mm. The one I was listening to kept referencing Martha Stewart as our lifestyle advisor. So whatever like early Martha Stewart brands was being sold by this Kmart. Yeah. Our nearest Kmart was up in the Frackville mall. And I used to go to it like, like once or twice, but that was when Kmart only had to compete with Lane Co. <laughs> and Hills. 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 Oh Fucking man. I completely Hills. forgot about Hills. How did I forget God about that damn place? Hills. Huh? This that wasn't all, a Pennsylvania is... place, was it? Or was that nationwide? I don't know. There, there's one in Grisona and I think there. Still? What? Still? No, it's not. Oh, there. all right. Yeah. Hills. The Hills became the Staples. Yeah, more or less. And the Giant used to be. Okay. I forget what the grocery store was like three versions of ago. But there was briefly this grocery store called Insulacos. Uh, yeah, your face. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it might have been like really local. And then it became giant. And I think giant sells sushi now. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, they do. oh uh, quick question. Answer. Uh, why do you own a V6 automatic Mustang? Because uh, I feel like it. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't really have a better answer than that. I, I, when I got the money to um, buy the car. Like it was a paycheck that I had been waiting on for like some time um, that had been in the mail for some months. And so when I finally got it, I'm like, I'm going to buy a car with this because I had been without a car. Was that car matchmaker money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So it's that's the thing. Uh, and so, yeah. And I used the money from that to buy the Mustang. And I had a very specific Mustang in mind and I found it and it was like the only one in the area like it, but it wasn't automatic. And I was sick of like not having a car. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to get this. And if people want to rip on it for not being a manual, like. There's no one on the in the world who could possibly care less yeah. about something being a manual or not than me. Like yeah. you're not going to get judged for not having a manual from me. Um, I don't know why anyone else would get judged for not having a manual. Mm -hmm. Like I could not give a yeoman shit about any of it. So <laughs> it's just, um, I like just sort of having um, something that I feel comfortable driving. And that's kind of like, and, and she's been good to me for the most part. Like, yeah, she's had, to have some work done, but who has a car that doesn't need a little yeah. love? Especially in Pennsylvania. Tell me about it. I'm surprised Vic she's made it this many winners. Victorious. Thank you for your donation. This is a good line. Sonic the Hedgehog is Howard the Duck of the current generation. <laughs> I, I suppose so. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog was kind of something different for a lot of people um, of my generation, mainly because it kind of was this mascot that kind of 
signified where your loyalties yeah lay. you know if you're you, mario or sonic yeah exactly and it's just i'm grex the i'm grex the <laughs> ghetto for panasonic 3do <laughs> thanks man they made well, a video game with gex the gecko yeah that that was the mascot i think for 3do oh no but i mean like for Where's other it? systems oh did like they? yeah there was what he was like dressed like james bond in one oh, of them. i want to say it was, it was for a, n64 yeah something yeah Sonic took full advantage of blast processing. Yeah. They they used to like pimp that so hard on Sega commercials. Yeah. Of like, oh, they get a Sega Genesis blast processor. And then yeah. at the end of the commercial, the kid would always have like his hair blown away yeah. of just like and electricity. James Roll from An uh, um, Angry Video Game Nerd did have a video where he explained what blast processing really was. And it was, a, I think it was a way to cheat the. Uh, the ECU or the Genesis to like it, it didn't have to render things that weren't on the screen. <laughs> like, I guess I so that you're only it's only rendering what's immediately in frame. Yeah. And, and instead of out of frame, like that's I guess it saved them processing power because the Sega Genesis didn't have the processing power of the Super Nintendo. Mm. Now I need a week said gex was on playstation one okay i believe it mm. oh sorry my foot grazed the tablet they ought to have people just handing out edibles uh <laughs> when when you go in to watch uh sonic the hedgehog the movie this is yeah. like morty just go with it yeah like if you're if you have a child with you, you know, <laughs> it's the type of edible that's only gonna last the duration of the movie so you can get your Home yeah but for that you should just really like smoke weed but that's you should have somebody who would have it like in in a vape pen yeah. and just vape pen your way <laughs> hot box yourself in the bathroom like we're doing this um buzztard says happy international labor day the real one my sega had an i7 the old kmart in my area is now an ollie's discount liquidation store yeah we got one of those ollie's too I kind of think I need to buy more stuff for the Appalachian Trail because I was up at Bake Oven Knob today. And first of all, I mean, I said this to Nick and uh, actually, I think I can pull it up on the lap on the tablet here and just hold it up to the hold it up to the webcam. I saw the whitest white kid graffiti out on the trail because like it's Pennsylvania, which means people are going to graffiti rocks like the lamest thing. But all you have a all you have a, a bunch you just have a bunch of uh, like really unimaginative high schoolers, and they got they're going in the woods so they have to graffiti something. Okay, so I was up uh, hiking up on the Appalachian Trail today, like right before this, and I saw this graffiti on this rock. Are you ready for this? I'm going to walk up to the uh, camera and. Uh, and show it to you. I guess I could tweet this and put it on Instagram, but I'd have to find like the perfect subtitle for this. This is what was graffitied on a rock. Ready? Here we go. Getting it up. Coming over here. Talking about the graffiti on the rock. Nice. Up, down. Oh, it's, uh, you can yeah. see it. It's just reversed. Oh, <laughs> Well, people will be able to figure it out. Yeah. It's just a rock that says 
gay. <laughs> so I don't know if this is a celebration or a condemnation or just an actuality. Huh. Gay rock? Gay rocks? It, it's a brilliant because you know it wasn't thought out. But I kind of want to go back there with my Nikon D750 and take real artistic photos of this and try to submit it to things. <laughs> it's just the year-end yearbook. Yeah. Of pop culture. Right. Oh, maybe it's a meeting spot. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. Although completely unsubtle. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Gay rock. JR says there's a rock in my area that just says Obama. <laughs> it could mean both things as well. Um, we've been going for almost, no, we're swinging up to two hours now. Greetings from Italy. What do we got going on? We got to film this Saturday. Yep. And then, um... Monday, you can come along if you want. Uh, this is a dealership out in Jersey who has a bunch of like Porsches and stuff. Mm, probably going to skip. Okay. Um, Tony, Tony airline says he can, since he's local ish ah, to the area, cool. he just meet me there. So I guess he can just run the camera. Cool. Um, I know the car we're going to do and, um, it'll be stuff with it. It'll be rife for commentary. Nice. So the, uh, I want to try. It's to not going to be a Porsche. It's going to be something Malays era. So it's going nice. to, or, or like the tail end of the Malays era. Yeah. I well. Um. I also want to do my brother's girlfriend's car right, sooner right, rather right, right. than later. Yeah. I just got to work around her crazy schedule. Shaky. And then, and then the week uh, after next is Nashville. 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 And to museum. There, there will not be a oh uh Hipu Peaks, uh no question, but thank you for your donation. Uh th there will be no RCR meet as of as of this moment uh in, in Nashville. RCR Nashville because yeah. we will be keeping busy. We're going on somebody else's podcast. And also we kind of want it's like we arrive there at like a plane lands at like 10 30 p.m. Yeah. So we're going right there from the to the airport and probably just to the hotel, just crashing next day. We'll be filming two cars at the auto museum and then doing a podcast afterwards. And then it'll be just like dinner, probably somewhere filled with beers and food and stagger back to the hotel. Be, be done with that day. The next day only have one car to film and then mm. the rest of the day to actually do something in Nashville. And then the next day fly home. Nice. So that's going to be Nashville. So there's really no place in there to have an RCR meet. Mm. We just run ourselves ragged. Yeah. Would be bit of a of a ragged run mm -hmm. uh hippo pick says don't forget my fart i don't have to fart man i don't know what to tell you i mean thank you for your donation but you know the plumbing's clear yeah i don't know man so uh, is this a podcast mm. i'm calling it okay it's a podcast all right so uh we will talk to you presumably next week barring anything crazy or anything um so yeah if this is this has been mm -hmm. rcr podcast number 60 i'm nick i'm brian and this is going to be going up uh soonish 
So uh, check it out on iTunes, um, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play. Just find us on there and you can listen away and the the audio quality will be better on that than on this because of the Zoom. Yep. So yeah, thank you so much uh, and we will talk to you next time. Yep. Thank you to everybody who uh, donated to Super Chat and thank you for everybody who donates to the RCR Patreon. You're allowing us to... uh, exist as a much larger YouTube channel than we really are. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye.